0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. What's going guys? How we doing? It's Friday. It is cold as fuck out here in New York. But there's some news that February 23rd will be the first day that fans can go back to arenas in New York State. That's a big day. And honestly, I can't wait. You have to get COVID tested, though, and it has to be 72 hours prior to you going to a game. But, I mean, like, that's the price that we got to pay to go back to a game. I'll take it, honestly. Like, it's been long enough, and I'm looking forward to going to a basketball game or hockey game something fairly soon. So, looking forward to that. And New York is starting to open up. The cases for COVID, thankfully, have been going down as of late. And things are starting to look up a little bit. And, yeah, very optimistic that things are going to start getting better fairly soon. And, yeah, so today was the first week of Palace. If you don't know Palace, it's a skateboarding brand similar to Supreme, and they release a lot of quality stuff every Friday at 11 a.m. They just started their spring season for 2021, and they released a bunch of stuff today, a bunch of sweatshirts, a bunch of hats, t-shirts, and other accessories and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I picked up two of their classic logo. It's called a triferg. It looks like a triangle. And uh, it's what they're basically known for. I picked it up in two different colors, navy and light blue. The light blue one sold out the quickest, so I was glad to get that. And I picked up one of their hats that has a P on it. It's one of their, like, classic items that they release all the time it's similar to like a supreme box logo hat that has the box logo on it so like it's like their staple of their brand so they release every friday at 11 a.m and speaking of supreme supreme starts next week and the lookbook comes out on the 15th and then the first week is next thursday the 18th I'm honestly hyped to see the lookbook we've seen a few um, mock-ups basically for some collabs that are expected this season including like the Nike Dunks collab with Supreme obviously and then um, the North Face collabs that are expected for this season. Also, um, there's a Cause collab that's supposed to be happening this season. So, interested to see how that looks up. And they also announced that there's going to be a Prodigy t-shirt from uh, Mob Deep. So, he'll be the latest rapper to be immortalized on a Supreme t-shirt. It's pretty cool. New York Legend, R.I.P. to Prodigy. And, uh, yeah. So, that pretty much wraps up some streetwear. Besides, uh, Kith is releasing uh, some hats with the Yankees again. They're releasing that on Monday. And... Yeah, that's pretty much it. They're probably going to do another collection with the Yankees, hopefully. It obviously did really well the first time. It sells well to this day, so they might as well do it if it makes sense to make money. So, yeah. All right, but that pretty much wraps up the uh, streetwear portion of the show. And now... Let's talk a little bit about the uh, Super Bowl parade that happened the other day and Tom Brady throwing the Vince Lombardi trophy around like he's throwing a football to his son in the Is on like literally you got to thank Cam Brate, the tight end from the Buccaneers because like without him, that trophy was probably going to go right in the water and that would have been one of the most viral things to ever happen, but thank God it didn't. (laughs) That's what they get paid for. And Scotty Miller, like knocked Chris Godwin's phone into the water off the boat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like that's such a fucking bad feeling, especially because like you wanted to probably take as many videos as possible during the parade. And it wasn't like it was any normal parade anyway. Having the parade on boats, and literally that's one of the craziest sights, seeing Tom Brady that drunk. And I was at the last parade that they had for the Patriots. I went with a couple of my friends there, even though I'm not a Patriot fan. I wanted to experience some history. And, uh, Yeah. But that was truly pretty crazy to see all that online, and it was a crazy sight to see Tom Brady really not give a fuck, (laughs) because uh, it seemed like he was completely carefree. (laughs) It's the one day out of the year that he could uh, not care. Pretty crazy. Anyway. Bruce Arians basically said in the post-parade press conference thing, like, he was, like, negotiating for Chris Coblin basically on the stage. He was like, you're not going anywhere. And he was, like, trying to basically rally the whole team together to run it back. But then he said that they're not going to run it back because that's some Kansas City shit. He said, we're going for two. (laughs) And, uh... Yeah, Bruce Arians has been a coach for, like, 40 years at this point. Like, something crazy like that. Like, he's been around the game of football for a long time, and he's been one of the great coaches. Obviously, he was on the Cardinals before he was the coach of the uh, Bucs. And he just was able to really – take this season from getting out of hand at one point and he was able to win a Super Bowl and cement his legacy as a great coach so that's that today there was some big news out of Houston and J.J. Watt issued a statement on social media that basically said that he was parting ways with the Texans after spending his entire career there J.J. Watt where will you land? Will you go to Pittsburgh and play with your brother TJ? Or will you go wherever the hell you want because you're one of the best players in the NFL, three-time defensive player of the year in a row? Like That's unheard of, and he's an absolute savage. So I guess now we'll have to wait and see to know where he's going, but that'll take some time. So, the Knicks get back to work tonight against the Washington Wizards. And Derek Rose, who was acquired a few days ago, obviously, is uh, going to be taking on a different role now than he probably has. Because, like, he's going to have to be dealing with a lot of younger talent and basically be the leader of the team, which he always has been a leader. Don't get me wrong. But now he's going to really have to uh, take Manuel quickly under his wing, and he's going to make everybody better. And it was a great move by Thibodeau to want to get Eric Rose to New York again. Obviously, when he was on the Knicks the last time, it didn't really pan out too well because, like, this was – Like him coming back from knee surgeries and he wasn't really that healthy at the time. And since then, like he was on Minnesota and he was on the Pistons playing really well. And the Knicks thought it would be a good opportunity to get a veteran in the locker room on such a young team. And I mean, the Knicks coaching staff is here with uh, Kenny Payne, Tom Thibodeau, obviously, and Mike wasn't being back on the coaching staff. It just kind of created a organizational culture that some team like the Knicks really needed because, like, a lot of young kids are looking for direction in life, obviously, and not really having too much of it when they're on their own. And by having these father figures that are coaches, good guys, veterans of the league, respected by basically the whole entire league. And the fact that Emmanuel Quickly and a bunch of the Kentucky guys are familiar with Kenny Payne from his time at Kentucky just a couple years ago, obviously, just coached Emmanuel Quickly. And Kevin Knox and Julius Randle's familiar, and, yeah. So, like, it's an interesting time to be a Knicks fan. It's more an interesting time in New York now, obviously, as the Brooklyn Nets are seeking to win a championship for the first time in their history, I'm pretty sure. And, well, the Brooklyn Nets, for damn sure. The Nets, I can't recall them ever winning a championship they got to the finals a couple times when I was a kid, but that was about it with Jason Kidd and Vince Carter and Richard Jefferson. That was – I really liked that team, even though I was always a Knicks fan, but, like, the Nets were always a great team back in the day. But the Nets currently – KD's supposed to return tomorrow. And there's a lot of pressure on the Nets, obviously, because, like, there was so much hype going into this season, especially getting KD and Kyrie back after having injuries last year and not being able to go in the first year that they were signed to the Nets. And the Nets are right there. Obviously, Philadelphia is playing a lot better this year, and Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons have been playing a lot better together. So as a result, like they're going to be playing better and they're at the top of the division currently by three and a half games on the Nets. So it'll be interesting to see how the Nets play when KD gets back and Kyrie and James Harden are all able to contribute together and make their presence known in the Eastern Conference like it should be. Like I said before, At the beginning of the season, I think that the Nets are capable of being the representative in the Eastern Conference, and that's for a good reason. Along with the Boston Celtics, and yeah, like the Celtics have been playing really good too, and Jason Tatum has been playing pretty well since he came back from having COVID, and yeah, Last night, Celtics, they beat the Raptors 121-06. semi Ojele. he had probably one of his better games of his career. He had 24 points, 8 for 12, and uh, 6 rebounds last night. Jason Tatum had 17 points last night, 6 rebounds, 9 assists, 2 steals. Kemba last night was pretty good from 3. He was 5 for 8. He had 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal. Jalen Brown, 12 points, 6 for 6 from the line, 5 rebounds, 10 assists. And one of the big stories of the night, Peyton Pritchard, the rookie out of Oregon for the Celtics, he knocked down six threes on eight attempts, five rebounds, one assist, 20 points for the game. Pretty good for the rookie. He's been pretty impressive the entire season. He was a pretty good draft pick by the Celtics, and that's showing pretty early on. For the Raptors, Pascal Siakam at 23 points, 8 for 14, 2 for 4 from 3, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. Kyle Lowry, 24 points, 10 for 15 from the field, 6 assists. Norman Powell, 15 points, 6 for 15 from the field, 4 rebounds. All right. And tonight, the Celtics play the Detroit Pistons in Boston. And Boston's obviously been one of those teams that's been in the top spot for the last couple seasons. For me personally, last year, I was actually lucky enough to be in the stadium for most of those games not that I was able to be watching them necessarily but having that energy and the fans like it was pretty cool so the Celtics have a great fan base and yeah Celtics are going to be one of those teams that would be tough to beat in the playoffs at home because, like, of the crowd that shows up at TD Garden is unmatched, unless you're talking about a sold-out Madison Square Garden or Staples Center or something like that. But, yeah, Jason Tatum right now on the season, he's averaging 26.3 points, 46% from the field, and 87.7 free throw percentage. Pretty solid. I feel like Jason Tatum is gonna be one of those players that is going to take like that extra step and become one of the top premier players. Not that he isn't already, but like he's gonna achieve great things in the NBA. He's a great scorer and he can basically do a lot and uh yeah. Casey Tatum, one of the best around. So this week on Mike Tyson's podcast, he had Saquon Barkley on. And Saquon's one of my favorite athletes, obviously, because I'm a huge Giant fan. And that goes without needed to being said. But, you know, Saquon basically got really in-depth of his mindset, and it was great to see as a Giant fan personally because, like, obviously Saquon tore his whole entire knee last year's meniscus, his ACL, and I think his PCL or MCL or something. Anyway, he got really messed up, and he's on his recovery, and honestly, I'm looking forward to football season already and looking forward to seeing what the Giants do in the draft. I'm looking forward to seeing if they make any moves. And, uh, yeah. But Saquon basically said that Saquon means a gift from God. And he has a very stoic personality about him. And he has, like, this confidence about himself that is pretty incredible. And that says a lot to. His abilities on the field, but more or less, like it just shows that he has like insane character. And him and Mike Tyson had a great conversation. I highly recommend you guys go and check it out. Another great podcast that just released yesterday was Elon Musk on Joe Rogan. So it's a crazy conversation when those two link up. Elon, obviously. breaks the internet any single time he goes on Joe Rogan and a few key things that I took away from what Elon said is that he doesn't believe in aliens but he believes that there can be life on other planets and he says that he doesn't waste time thinking about it he says that he just works on what he believes in so that was pretty cool and Elon is obviously an inspiration to so many people Obviously, Tesla is one of the pioneers of the electric car manufacturing industry. Industry, sorry, tongue tied. And uh, yeah, and basically, he said that like the test that happened a few weeks ago with the SpaceX rocket that exploded when it was supposed to be landing as A reusable rocket it like incinerated i watched it like 20 times it was honestly insane and he said that that was supposed to happen and if it didn't happen he would be concerned that something was wrong because like it was like a test so (laughs) i guess everybody that was reacting online didn't know that and at least from his point of view He's able to uh, express what he does on a daily basis. And uh, yeah. Another thing that he said was uh, the Cybertruck that's supposed to be released by Tesla. Obviously, it was like this uh, big exhibition of some sort, like where they were throwing these steel objects through like the windshield and it wasn't like shattering it was kind of just like eating like the material basically and elon said that these cars are gonna be these trucks rather are gonna be bulletproof from a handgun and honestly like elon is some thinker because like He said that you could even go to the plant that he built in Texas. And that's the reason why he said that uh, you could go there and actually drive one of the trucks off the lot when they are manufactured. So that's pretty crazy to think of. Teslas are honestly like some of the coolest cars. You could play Mario Kart on a Tesla (laughs) and literally use the steering wheel. It's fucking crazy. But this has been an episode of One Stop Shop. Peace out, guys. I'll see you soon.